Welcome to So You Think You Can Belto. I'm Jessica Harper, a soprano and hot beverage enthusiast based in Antwerp. And I'm Jeremy Bolton, a coffee-obsessed lyric baritone based in Munich. (laughs) Jeremy and I have created this podcast to empower emerging artists across Australia and the world with access to the direct knowledge and relayed experiences of operatic artists and practitioners. We aim to help inform emerging artists with this podcast resource and to hold a mirror to the opera system so that artists can make their own individually informed decisions about auditions, competitions, engagements and more. You'll hear everything from in-depth artist interviews to long-form panel discussions on topics concerning emerging artists. Welcome back to So You Think You Can Belto. I am hot beverage enthusiast and soprano Jessica Harper and I'm here with the other half of So You Think You Can Belto, Jeremy (laughs) Bolton. Yes. Hello, people. How are you? Hello. <laughs> so, greetings from a very cold <laughs> northern oh, Europe. It's freezing, and it's it's. I'm just looking out the window. I'm in Zankt Gallen right now in Switzerland, and there is a whole blanket of snow across this huge athletics field. I'll send you a photo later, Jess. And it's just unbelievable. Yes, I can't see the middle field. Where there's grass, I can't see the outer track. It's all just snow, and I can't believe it. It's truly a winter wonderland. So, yeah, how's it? How's the weather there? Well, we had a dusting of snow. I'm in Antwerp, uh, but I will be in Italy on Thursday, so that's good. But mm. I, uh, we had a dusting of snow, but it has melted because it's averaging three degrees Celsius during the day, which is mm. still very cold, but warm enough for um, the snow to melt. Anyway. This is, yes. what are we doing? We're doing a, a wrap-up episode of season three. What a time. Yes, and and explaining a change in programming and uh, yes. the sort of way forward for the belters and what they can hear. Yes. And so, basically, mm-hmm. we just wanted to have a chat about those sorts of things and how we want to go in the future. So, Jess, yeah, we've been pretty busy, both of us. Um, with our various commitments and things. Yes. And so... <laughs> Which is also why we're we're changing things a bit because we're both... <laughs> That's it, yeah. Yes. So do you want to explain what we've done and how we're going forward? Well, yeah. So, I mean, obviously we've got three lovely uh, seasons with four episodes each. Uh, we do have a couple of interviews up our sleeve, as, as sleeves, plural, uh, that we're going to um, release as well when we have time um but we will it'll be kind of sporadic now because a lot of the interviews are starting to line up with their advice and things and we don't want to bring you content that is not worth listening to um Hmm. i mean obviously every chat we have with everyone is absolutely worth listening to but you know we want to create quality not quantity yes and um we will be just releasing the interviews when we can do it, when we have time to do it and when it um, probably sooner after we do them as well, which works actually for everyone because, yes. you know, we have some that we've done a few months ago and we still haven't released them because of timing and season restraints and everything. So, yes, that mm. is going to be the way forward. It's going to be surprise. So you think you can belto in your podcast inbox. Yes, that's, it is very exciting. And so I would recommend as well that our belters go over to our social media pages and if they really are in belting enthusiasts, which I am a enthusiast of a number of other podcasts that I like to listen to about yes. 
various topics from American politics analysis, deep analysis that you don't get anywhere else, for example, and you mm. know various mm. very niche podcasts. If this is one of your favorite <laughs> niche podcasts, I would suggest yes. um, subscribing on like the apps so you get it straight away, like the podcast apps or um, on social media yeah. as well, and just or getting notifications exactly. or something. And uh, we also have a mailing yeah, list. Yeah, and. Which in, and uh, sorry to speak over you, Jeremy. I just wanted to say also um, mm. automatic downloads um, on yes. your app store. Yes. Absolutely. But yes, mailing list. Please keep going. Yes, mailing list as well. So basically, um, we're going to possibly bring you a bit less than usual, but they are going to be probably, while sporadic, you're probably still going to get quite a lot. So look out for the episodes. And we'd also like to bring your attention yes. to the resource list that we have started to compile on our website. Yes. So if you go over to our website, which is in the biog of this, or you just Google us and we'll come up, there is a resource list there with lists of competitions and oh, what else, books, good books to read, um, things we recommend, but things also that we've had contact with or not had contact with and heard good things about. So. We're yes. also willing to add any suggestions from our listeners too. And I guess the best way is email for our listeners to get in touch, right, Jess? Yes, do email us. If, you, if you've if you read something recently that you found really useful, um, yeah, or, or even things like if you've done a, a summer school recently that you found really, really worth doing, do tell us because we'll have lists of summer schools we recommend and mm-hmm programs we recommend um we may not have a programs we don't recommend because we don't want to get sued <laughs> but <laughs> yeah but do if you if you have a good experience uh we'd love to add that to our resources list because yep. that is also a really important piece you know topic of conversation that we all need to keep afloat especially for the young singers who listen uh, mm. Not just the opera fans, because I mean, I don't know, Jeremy. I think you said you wanted to talk a little bit about some of the stuff we've learned. Um, I, mm. I don't, I didn't really learn this doing the podcast, but uh, I really had my suspicions confirmed, which is that uh, <laughs> there's a lot of fleecing of singers going on in the industry, and it is, it is actually as hard as I thought it was, which is gratifying yes. in one sense. But yeah, it's a big truth bomb. It is. It is a huge truth bomb. But I think it's better to go in knowing things. And I Absolutely. think with conversations I had prior to this podcast and prior to me coming to Europe that I had with people, that was really like a big wake-up call. And it, even mm. with a few, no, few months' notice with some things and a year's notice with other things, hearing different bits of information, I was able to sort of, in a way, cut out the middleman of a lot of the process and, and the difficulties and just knowing what to expect. So I was really grateful for uh, a lot of those chats and obviously all of the chats that we've had. So I guess mm. we should just probably just, we're not going to go through all of everything in chronological order, but I would just probably want to outline a few episodes that people might be interested in that we've already done in the seasons that remain up there, will never be taken down mm. <laughs> for the eternity of ever. <laughs> yeah. <Yep>. Forever. <laughs> yep. So, um, of course, unless our artists would like them removed or something at some point. But basically, they're all going to stay there in this fabulous archive we've got. And I would say Daniel Nicholson has got some great stuff on Germany. We found there was a really good response to that. Yes. Um, Yes, many, many notes have been taken from that podcast. And thank you again, Daniel, if you're listening, uh, because we were interviewing for about four hours. 
uh, yes. for that one. Um, <laughs> so it was a really, he gave a lot of time uh, and we're yes. very grateful. That was, a, that was a long time so. without food or tea. <laughs> yeah. So, or coffee, for that matter. Um, and then we had, of course, yeah. Jessica Pratt right at the beginning as well. Um, and, and both have had yes. such, such different careers in different parts of Europe, for example. Yeah. So. yeah, but they both were... I think one of the things Jessica said was pick a country and stick with it. And mm. I'd say Daniel's done the same, exactly the same thing, same, same process. Uh, and I loved that he kind of kind of whittled it down to like your dream run in Germany still takes about three years, you know, yep. masters auditioning for something, maybe getting a young artist pro- program, maybe getting a first job after that, you know. So, yeah, That's it, it takes time. Yeah. Yeah. To quote the the late great wonderful Taryn Feebig, hurry slowly. <laughs> That's an interesting. I've never, uh, yeah, I haven't heard that before. But that's a that's a good one. And the other one is um. Yeah, she used to say that. If anyone's into random motivated American entrepreneurs, um, Gary Vaynerchuk says, um, what does he say? Micro speed, macro patience. <laughs> yeah. so, similar yeah, sort of thing. sort Classic of. Uh, Gary yeah. Um. But that that's a good one. Um, so. Ah, then we had, of course, we've actually had a couple of singers too on on Fest at Vienna Staatsoper. We've had Fiona Jobson and we've had yes. uh, Margaret. Margaret Plummer. Yes. Yeah. So that was very cool. Yes. So different paths. That as well. was. It was very interesting insight into how the Fest system in Austria works, which is very similar to Germany, but you know, slightly different. But also the realities of being an artist. You know, a fest contract is great, but it's also not guaranteed. You know, mm. there's there's always going to be an intendance fixing every whatever three, seven, ten years, um, and if they decide to fire everyone in their ensemble and bring in an entirely new crop of singers, they are well within their rights to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I would, yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's any different really to other industries, especially in the modern world. Like, I think we're all pretty awake to the fact that staying in one company for 50 years and retiring and getting a gold watch doesn't exist anymore. No. Uh, maybe not 50, 30 years. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, you know, it's regardless of the industry, but it's, it's yeah, maybe you're only going to be in that house for two years. Mm. And you always need to sort of keep your thumb on the pulse of what's going on in other places. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can really understand that. And and hearing the stories of all our singers, that's uh, very important. And of course, like, yeah. people move around a lot and not just the people who fly around doing freelancing and having very successful careers mm. in, in the eyes of most singers. And in terms of success, we think, oh, it's these people who are jet-setting between the six big houses or, or something like that, um, which is, I mean, just amazing. We, we aspire to these people. That's just a brilliant thing to aspire to. And And then there's also different types of success. And... There's keeping a fest job is bloody difficult, I see. It's very <laughs> rare that um, people get over that 14, 15 year mark where they are like mm. not able to be sacked by the German house. And so that's a huge mm. achievement I think in it's itself. It's 10 years actually, not 14. But, but yeah, but you'll, they'll give you a, the car bebe, the office will give you a hard time, I think, by year eight or nine or 10. They'll be making you release, <laughs> literally sing for your supper. So mm. yeah. Yeah, and then and that's right, and and also like to say that we've spoken to a lot of core singers, like 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 that's mm. really important singing the chorus, and it's a different job, and there's different demands, 
it's you know mm. it's it's just an amazing uh experience and they're often paid really well <laughs> you know like a, a, a good well, yeah, salary they're paid, they're paid very well yeah, yeah that, that's the chorus jobs are one of the best salaries you can get but the rundfunk core the radio choir yes. in germany that is the best salary that you can get in terms mm. of time that you spend at that job and the stability and everything which is why a lot of very good singers are attracted to that because they they spend a bit of time in the fest system or freelancing, whatever, and they realise, actually, I don't want to do this anymore, which is a completely respectable decision. So, mm. yeah, I mean, I love that... Um, I'm glad that we've talked to not just freelancing and not just fest soloists because I don't know about you, Jeremy, but I was really sold the, the narrative um, as a young singer in Sydney, especially of, like, you know, it's like freelance soloist or nothing kind of thing, which I think is really unhealthy. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. uh, are very happy in the chorus, for example, or they're very happy uh, doing it, singing part-time and doing something else part-time, which is also yeah. totally reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, and if you, if you just look it's at the breakdown of, I guess, general personalities in, in any profession overall, there's going to be people who are more conscientious, less conscientious, people who are open to having different interests, you know, like just mm. people who value family. Um, and having whatever type of family they have at any time, at any place, in different countries mm. with different values. This is a huge mix of things to think about. And the more I go on and on and meet different people doing it, like whether they're first in the house or they come in as a freelancer and or they're in the chorus, it's just so fascinating. And no one's the same. Mm. And no one has all the same values mm. and all the same desires and the same level of ambition and the same idea of success so i really think people should yeah. find what they're happy with and just i mean why kill yourself if if you're really happy in a chorus some people are yeah. some people yeah. really just have to sing solo all the time some people need to sing in their church and whatever that is mm. i think you just need to be satisfied with what you're doing and Absolutely. I, I, for example, and we want you to get paid for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, for example, <laughs> have found um, a real satisfaction in being in the same place. And I only discovered mm. that was such a difficult thing of, of flying around doing everything when I did the auditions. And that was only a few months. And I was mm. just thinking to myself, wow, this is just really nice to have a flat to come home to. You go to the same place every day and you can just work as hard as you can and as, as hard as you want. And do your job and it's a it's a really interesting mm. situation to be in and then when you're flying when you're flying around doing various things it's it's complicated and it's not yeah. easy you know so i yeah, i think no, everyone has to find their thing travel is great it's great but it, it has you know it has its uh ups and downs in a big way and it's i mean i think that's something we're all thinking about a lot more post-pandemic as well because no one could travel for years and there are those that are like i have to travel uh, let me at it which is totally fine and then those that think well actually i really enjoyed tending to my garden for two years and i'm going to con continue to do that so yep. but also these are things that you can't know until you've gone and done them you'll never right. know yep. until you've gone and actually done that and it's okay to change your mind about things um you know tim Minchin does this wonderful he gives a speech uh, i think it's in perth 
and it's from many years ago, but he had this wonderful point in his sort of, you know, graduation speech of to, to the valedictorians. He said, you know, yes, you'll be following your, your dream and going to this goal, but there'll be little things glinting on the side and you should follow those as well if they interest you and you might find something else that you didn't realise you were passionate about or really good at. So, yeah, go certainly go and do the thing, go overseas, do all the auditions, become the next Anna Trebko. But if you decide halfway there that you don't want to do it anymore, that something else really lights you up more than you thought anything could, then do that. Totally, totally. And every job in the opera theatre is so valid because I tell you, yeah. you know, <laughs> there are, in this production of Lamies that I'm doing, there's like eight costumes for me and three, four wigs. Like, I don't even know. And that, mm. the whole point of that is I don't even know how many things I wear. And it's about those numbers. Mm. But there is someone who who, dress, who dresses me and puts the wig on and does all the yep. quick changes and, and helps me do what I do. And everyone yeah. is so vital in an opera theatre. It's just really cool. And oh, yeah. to participate in any level of it you can, I think, is just a real privilege. And so yeah. whether you're, you know, wanting to even, even in conducting, like there's conductors who just are complete animals and need to be a conductor. I, I, I'm not calling mm. them animals, but I mean, they, they have this <laughs> insatiable desire to, to, um, to feed on opera <laughs> and lead the way. Yes, sure. And then you have people who coach the singers and prepare a singer to go to the first rehearsal with all of that background knowledge and, and a yeah. way to take something to the first rehearsal. And they have knowledge about what the conductor's like. And it's just a, incredible machine in opera theater whether it's in germany or it's yeah. in a like a more of a stagione theater or something it's just fascinating mm. so yeah mm. but i think we've achieved some pretty positive stuff jess what's been the most positive thing for you about this whole process um i mean i it's gonna sound like a negative the way i'm gonna say it but it's not mm. uh i feel less alone uh, and I don't mean that I felt like lonely necessarily, but it's because you spend a lot of your time by yourself in front of your music, you know, working out your acting beats, researching your stuff, learning your music, etc., lining up your vowels, all of that boring drudgery that we do day in, day out that makes the most beautiful sound we can muster at the performance or whatever. Um, knowing that everyone else is doing that and also facing similar or the same challenges uh, that I myself have faced uh, as a working freelance singer, uh, I found that to be really uh, fascinating to learn and also gratifying to hear because, yeah, sometimes you just, you kind of, you look up from your work desk and you just sort of think, is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in the land, you know, like you just don't, it's, yeah, it's hard to know how, you, how you're measuring up compared to the rest of the world necessarily. So, or if you're going in the right direction, but I think mm. because of what we've spoken, who we've spoken to and the advice that we've been given uh, and also the feedback that we've had from the audience, it's, it's, yeah, it's made me feel less alone in many ways, which is a really, really lovely thing. Yes. Building a community. So I'm proud of us for building a community. There we go. Absolutely. How about you? Um, uh, I should, probably should have thought about that before I... Oh, I was just listening to your answer. <laughs> it's a <laughs> so, good question. It's a deep um, question, yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly think it's it's been the the positivity of everyone actually just sharing their story, 
and are celebrating mm. the fact that people have done it their own way. And I've discovered more and more since coming here, like I've just been talking about with the, everyone having their role in the opera theatre and that you can have an equally satisfying mm. and successful career in a chorus um, and, and being a superstar. Um, I really take satisfaction in, in the fact that people have done it their own way and they were perhaps they weren't sure if in every step they took, but they found their path, they got on their path and they did it. Mm. And I think mm. we forget, um, I know we're mainly an Australian sick podcast, but really everyone has been listening to this all around the world. And I've seen the stats on that. Um, anyone who moves abroad and does it at any level has, sorry, balls, <laughs> like real balls, real yeah. ticker. You know, as we say in Australia, ticker. Yep. I guess it's it's just like courage, guts. You know, yeah, you got a ticker, you and, got a ticker um, mate. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, it you, takes it's... tremendous courage to do this. Mm. Like yeah. to to move somewhere where uh, it's it's not your native language, and it's something you have to learn, or even the culture's new. If you go to England and it never, the sun never comes out, and <laughs> it rains a lot. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, that's yeah. a challenge. I mean, you know, it's the sun is setting now. It's four p.m. ish. In Antwerp, and the sun is going down. <laughs> we haven't even hit the winter solstice yet, you know. It's that's it. um, yeah, that's that's. I mean, these are all things that, like I said, you can't know until you've done it. And yes, I got I. You know, I do just want to say power to the Australian and the Kiwi singers in particular, and also to a slightly lesser extent to the American singers. But mm. you know, we come across to this side of the world because there are not enough opportunities to be had for us in New Zealand or Australia, respectively, mm. uh, which is not, I'm not, uh, it's not a gripe or anything. It's just reality. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, we have one full-time opera company in Australia, for example, for the entire continent of Australia. Yes. Uh, and the differences that we have, you know, when I was working in Dresden, I had a cast mate who was exactly the same age as me. Mm -hmm. uh, he's German. And he grew up, he went straight into the fancy Leipzig Kinderchor, like the children's choir, which is one of the best children's choirs in the world. He went from there straight to the Leipzig University and got uh, his music degree. He then went straight to Dresden in the arts program at 21. And then he went straight to a first contract after that. And for uh, Leipzig is about an hour and a half away from Dresden. So it's yeah. a bit like growing up in, in Wollongong or something, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, so Wollongong's a cultural capital of the world and then moving to Sydney <laughs> and getting a job. And, you know, and he's, he and I the same age and he'd got married, he'd got divorced, he had children, you know, and it was my first professional international contract and we were the yeah. same age. And I was like, wow, if this doesn't put into perspective what the life, how different the life is for a European singer versus an Australian or a New Zealand or an American singer. I mean, in America, there's lots of small houses where you can find your feet and get paid and things. Um, you know, if that doesn't put it in perspective, I don't know what does, you know? So that's what we mean when we say you need courage because, mm. you know, sure, this, this colleague of mine moved an hour and a half away from his, <laughs> you know, in the same country from his childhood home. And, you know, he's, he's coming up to his 10th year uh, as a first singer and could get uh, tenure from there. Yep. You know, it's a completely different pathway. Because it's just it's a different culture that values music in a different way yeah. uh, to what I was used to growing up. So, mm. yeah. Anyway, so we believe in you guys. <laughs> Delta's listening. Yeah, we believe absolutely. In you. <laughs> yeah, and and don't shut the door on on small things. Do small things or smaller things, 
and mm, be open absolutely. to things. Just do stuff. And I really hope uh, people take uh, confidence, but also motivation from from these stories and what people have said, yes. showing the pathway, yes. and also knowing when one path shuts. You know, there are other options. And oh, absolutely! Other other countries, other houses in that same country. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Totally, totally incredible. I never so, thought I'd live in Belgium, for example. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's absolutely true. <laughs> like, I've never been to Belgium, and there's stuff going on. You know, come visit me. Yep, and uh, mm. it's really yeah, it's just. But Europe is just fascinating, isn't it, Jessica? Like, it's just. It's so good. It's so <laughs> great. I do. I love living here. I love that I can speak multiple languages in a week. Here. Yeah, that's really cool. That's super cool. I mean, you've got to be able to speak the multiple long languages. Long time coming. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and I mean, don't get me wrong. My my Dutch is passable only. It's not. Uh, it's not that great. But I, you know, I'm going to Italy for a competition on Thursday. I'll be there for five days. Mm. Uh, I get to bring out Italian again. Haven't spoken that for a little while. It's probably going to be very rusty. But after a day, I'll probably think you know remember how to form a sentence. <laughs> um, yeah, that's nice to have that yes. opportunity to practice. Yeah, so, unbelievable. So, anything else that we want to say to the listeners before we leave them into? I guess we're. I guess our podcast is going into freelance mode. <laughs> it's it's been on a fest it contract is, for four is. seasons. It's and been on a fest contract. It <laughs> it's has. going. It's going freelance. <laughs> yeah. What would you like to say yeah, before we freelance. before we do that? Well, uh, yeah. Think about it. Plan where you can. Take the work seriously. Um, and, you know, follow your dreams. If these are your dreams, go hard, yes. work really hard, don't give up, hang in there and enjoy. Most importantly, when you get those sweet, sweet contracts, enjoy the shit out of them. They <laughs> yeah. are really, they make it all worth it. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Jeremy? Any any words of advice? Yeah. Um, just, I guess, go hard and see what happens. And if you go too hard and you hit a wall, I reckon just take a step back and work out what you want to do next. Like it's totally fine. Yeah. But I do want to say that you don't know until you try. And for someone yeah. who grew up in mostly Wollongong and Western Sydney, um, well, mostly Wollongong and mm. a bit of time in Western Sydney when I was really young um, and, and mm. sort of went to Sydney reasonably often in the car, but really just was in Wollongong and, and didn't really spend a lot of time in Sydney even an hour and a half away mm. um, until I went to the conservatoire. Like, man, like just get out there and do stuff because you, you find even a even a daily commute to Sydney that I did for four years, like that was eye-opening. And then moving to Sydney for the last two years of my degree was eye-opening. And then going with a one-way mm. ticket with a suitcase like we've all done before or a lot of us have done at, at various points is exciting and incredible. And... Um, I have been so comforted by Daniel Nicholson's advice that yes, you're doing this and you're moving to another country and this is all crazy, but you can always go home. <laughs> and uh, yep, you can. That's that's uh, something that you can remember um, and you can do at any point, and you can find the new path. Oh well, yeah, forward. you can. That's true. You can. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we acknowledge that there will be some some listeners who. Do not have that luxury and we mm. we love you and we see you. Yep. Um, but for those of you who do have that luxury, enjoy that luxury. Totally. Don't take it for granted. 
Absolutely. So, Jess, I will see you when I see you. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I can, can, can we just say too, I we've Jess and I have only met for like five minutes in the entire process of this in, in person. person. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, in person only once. Yeah, but we have this extremely long-standing professional <laughs> relationship as post- podcast. Can, can we <laughs> duo? Yes. yes. Can we promise the listeners that when we do finally meet up and have a coffee that's or a, a conversation that yeah. lasts more than five minutes a person that we will give them a selfie for the socials oh 100 <laughs> percent. Okay. yeah yeah great all right well cool have a lovely time with les mis mate and we'll, we'll um yeah see you on the next podcast listeners take care go practice toy 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 <laughs> for next week jess ciao Thank you so much for listening to So You Think You Can Belto. We thank the artists who have donated their time to make this information available to our audience. Be sure to subscribe to the show on your favourite podcast platform and follow us on social media. Our handles and links are in the episode description. If you have a topic you'd like covered, a question you'd like answered, or you'd like to recommend a guest, please get in touch with us at soyouthinkyoucanbelto at gmail.com. You can also support us with a little donation which will go towards thanking our interviewed artists. Ciao a tutti! Ciao!